0: What you gonna do When Hulk Hogan runs wild
1: Welcome to another episode of the Other Wrestling Days Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Rosenberg. I'm here with Dustin. Dustin, what's up? How's it going? I mean, that is a loaded fucking question, dude. It has been a rough two nights. A rough two nights. Very sad. Alright, so we're here tonight and we're going to talk about Hell in a Cell, unfortunately. I mean, the beginning of it was Okay. And it's really good. And we'll talk about Raw where nothing happened and they failed to mention all the bad things that happened at Hell in a Cell until the very last second. So we'll try to get through That's these good as quick as possible because God knows we could do like a three hour podcast on how much we hated these, but um we won't do that. Alright, Hell in a Cell. First thing we gotta talk about. Dustin, you know what it is. The fiend Bray Wyatt. I guess one do you, like sure. did I mean, didn't the you ma- love that red spotlight? Wasn't it so nice? The, okay, the red spotlight was terrible. I thought it was oh. just like a tinge on the camera, and when I realized it was, you know, I, I think I retweeted someone who had posted a picture at the thing, and like, you just couldn't see what was going on. Like, t- everything was red. There was that red cage. So, I thought that was...
0: Sorry, it reminded me of Wrestlemania when he faced Orton and had the sperms in the ring.
1: Oh yeah, when they the House of Horrors match.
0: No, it was I think it was just a regular WrestleMania match, wasn't it? And they but they put the little spotlight sperms in the ring. Oh yeah. Yeah,
1: that's that was nice. Dude, I, I thought um I feel like one of the luchadors Wait, used don't to have it. this uh like lighting gimmick or something, if I remember correctly, like Kalisto or Sankara or something, but I don't know. Whatever, everything was red. They turned the lights red. The whole house was red. Uh, so, yeah, that was hokey. Dark red,
0: making it difficult to see for the fans that are live. Yeah, but it added Genius. this
1: feel of, like, blood everywhere, you know, even though that's not the case. But, I mean, I, you know, I, I get what <laughs> they were trying did. to go for, and honestly, if it were a good match, I wouldn't be complaining about it. But it wasn't a good match because, okay, so I feel like curve, it ended yeah. in DQ. But I said I no contest to ref salvage or whatever. Okay, but like, yeah, <laughs> what do you mean no contest? There clearly was a contest, like, they can't pass that off. It's just,
0: yeah, it's bad. It's really bad.
1: It's really bad. So, I mean, did you like any? Should we go through the match? What I mean, what is there to say that Seth Rollins, uh, you know. Got some offense in on The Fiend. The Fiend got some offense in on Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins hit, like, uh-huh. 25 curb stomps, and The Fiend kicked out at one. They buried his finish.
0: They buried his finish. They made him probably, if he would appeared appeared tonight, he would have been the biggest heel in the company, so awesome. Um, they made him drink a blood packet. So I mean, I guess that's interesting. I mean, it was just bad. Yeah, they did.
1: <laughs> he did Bray Wyatt did force-feed Seth Rollins a blood packet, which was pretty funny. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Man. I I mean... Can't we ever just be happy? Haven't they used used a... uh, a, Oh, we should tell them what led to the disqualification. You know, Seth Rollins set up a ladder and a chair on the fiend's head. And he crushed his head a couple of times. And I guess that wasn't enough, so he had to set that up. And he got the, you know, Triple H sledgehammer... Out from under the ring, I think he had trouble finding it. it. Like, he spent a lot of time walking around the ring, and I was like, "Dude, just grab whatever it is you're trying to get." And then the ref had this whole, "Don't do it. Think about what you're doing." And I'm like, "Who is he? Like, like this is called hell in a cell. This is saved for like some heated rivalries. Why yeah. is there a moral you, referee in there?"
0: Did you have you ever heard of the referee Timmy White? No. Okay. He was like Andre's referee back in the day, and his career got ended in a hell in a cell because he hit the wall or he got knocked off and got injured. I kind of wish that would have happened in this match.
1: Jesus, you can't wish injury <laughs> no on a referee. Something
0: would have happened. What?
1: You can't wish injury on a referee. <laughs> I wasn't wishing the injury. I'm just wishing that he would have went away, like take a bump or something. Kid, go away. No, he, <laughs> he was I, – I don't understand what his role was in the match. Like, why was he – was he – He's he, taking the heat. I think Bully Ray said it
0: on Busted Open today. The referee, if the finish is the ref getting heat, then it's not a good finish.
1: (laughs) I mean, yeah. It it was just really bad. I mean, okay, so, like, is there a way in your mind that they booked this with Seth Rollins winning and retaining the championship that works out well? No. They should have just given it to the the
0: character Because the character is so so over and so popular and has a 99-point 999% 999% approval rating that sometimes plans change, pal. It's You know what I mean? You gotta go with what makes sense. I'm sorry that you have your little brand split and you have all this crap going on right now, but once in a while, just give us a nugget. We all, everyone wanted this. It would have made sense. They're probably gonna end up doing it anyways. Like, why do the bullshit?
1: I... Like, I mean, okay, so did you see that fight, uh, the Fightful report that said that this was all Vince McMahon's vision, I, I guess, and that yeah, people I backstage were unhappy? Like yeah. And he was just, just laughing bad. at fans. Like, <laughs> Oh, my God. But, I mean, here he is on Monday Night Raw, and he doesn't put out a... You know, he doesn't put out Seth, so that, you know, clearly either he realized his mistake or someone slapped him around and said, like, look, dude, this isn't funny. You're, like, tanking things. You just ruined one of the yeah. best things going in the company. So, I mean, that's yeah. not a good report, <laughs> but no. do you, do and you besides, that, do you think oh, the fiend, gonna... do you think, like, is he, he's not done for good. Like, I no. mean, they can rehab whatever it is they just did to him the other night, right?
0: he just needs to win whatever match he has next, and then you put him in... This is my problem. The Undertaker, when he first debuted, he beat Hulk Hogan and held the WWE or F Championship at the time for maybe a week. Hogan beat him back at, like, Texas Tuesday or something. But the point is, they established him, and they put the belt on him, and then they just did whatever they had to do. But He was established. He was made. And instead... It's like 25 or 9 to 25, uh, 1990. So, yeah. I mean, I don't think it's a bad idea. Almost 30 years ago, almost 30 years ago, you have this, you know, championship. And then what I'm trying to say is you had done this before. You had this character similar to this of the fiend, and you knew what you did 30 years ago, but you don't know now. Like, I just don't understand. Like you, you make them,
1: (laughs) right? Yeah, I mean, I don't ever... Like, I, I think that's actually a good idea, you know, what you just brought up, what they did with The Undertaker. Just give him the belt for a little bit, and I don't, like... Like, he's a crazy he enough character me. that I can see The Fiend getting distracted by, like, someone else, like a demon Finn Balor, you know, if they wanted to bring him yeah. back. Just have him make an entrance during a match, and just have, have The Fiend only focus on that. And the story can be that... He didn't care about the belt anymore because he's too powerful and, you know, he would never lose it anyways. So he just gave it back to Seth Rollins and he went to go, you know, conquer the person that he thought he had already put down. And that would be like a cool story.
0: Yeah, and The Undertaker, going back to that real quick, he didn't win the WWE title again until WrestleMania 13 seven years later. But he was still an established guy. But also... They obviously booked themselves into a corner. They didn't want him to be champion, but they shouldn't have put him in the match if they didn't want him to be champion, but they feel like his character is too good not to be in the hell in a cell obviously. Well, he, so didn't, have just, reason, yeah,
1: he didn't have a reason They didn't have a reason to corner. be in the championship anyways. I mean, other than he's over. You to,
0: yeah, you don't have no attack him at the end of the pay-per-view. Yeah. You know?
1: It's been it's been a I mean, it. I think we all knew it was going to be a train wreck, but we didn't think that it was going to be this no contest DQ finish whatever you want to call it and that yeah. just really I mean you saw the Twitter reaction dude everyone is pissed off about this yeah, everyone hated it like, how
0: ironic was that Uh, that uh, advertised poll that they had on Twitter where it was uh,
1: they told us it was gonna happen
0: yeah that's why I, like everyone that's seen that should've automatically assumed oh disqualification like
1: automatically
0: <laughs> like I kinda did it was always in the back of my mind I'm like nah they can't be this stupid can they oh Yes they can. Of course they
1: can. Oh God. Yes they can. All right, let's move on from the bad thing because I to feel like worst. we could do a whole show on this to I mean, I don't know if it was worse. What else didn't you like on this show? No, nothing
0: was worse, but like as the show went on, it got worse and worse. So I mean
1: Yeah, okay. <laughs> well it started off pretty good. It started with uh, oh, yeah. Becky and <laughs> Sasha in the other Hell in a Cell match, which I thought Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, that was that was awesome. Um I feel like I want to say it's a match of the year for WWE candidate, but then again, there's a lot that happens in NXT that would probably fill up that category in my book.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's kind of separate just because. Main roster
1: WWE, I think it was one of their best matches all year. Yeah, definitely up there with Kofi Bryan and. That's a good one. Whatever
0: else you can think of. He was really good. They did some solid. Selling. I like how Sasha went for the arm to make the disarmor weaker, and there's a real good psychology laid in a cell. Like they they went at it. I mean, I have never seen that spot with a chair hooked in the corner. And she drop kicked her. That was cool. Yeah, they had uh, some
1: creative stuff in this. I kind of wish they put together a lot of dangerous, uh, you know, activities, whatever you want to yeah. call it, around the ring that. I thought the Meteora off the apron into Becky was really yeah, cool. That that's cool. sent her into like, the ladder that she set up uh, right on the ringside, you know? Um, yeah, exactly. And then I, I usually am not a fan of what they did at the beginning. And they had, I hate uh, they had Sasha attack at the beginning. But then they started to lower the cage, which I thought was stupid. And I was like, okay, so they're going to start outside the cage and then they have to get in. But they like yeah. played to reason there. They stopped lowering the cage for a second. Then they realize it's got a fucking door, so just finish lowering it. And then the refs were like, we're not starting this until you get into the door. And I thought it was a clever way to get uh, Becky the, you know, she got the lock from the ref before the match started. So she just went at uh, Sasha with that to kind of even things out. And I thought that was a pretty clever way to put it all together. So as much as I'm not a fan of that kind of bullshit at the begin of, yeah. beginning of an already, like, gimmick match, you know, I, I thought that was pretty fun. And interesting, and definitely looking back on the pay per view, it was a, one of the smarter things that they did all night. So, uh,
0: yeah, you know, it was I was really cool with this the best match. Part of the
1: show. Yeah, for sure. And then what yeah, followed? What followed wasn't too bad either. Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan beat Eric Rohn and Luke Harper in a tornado match. Uh, you know, yeah. I think it was smart to have it as it a, tornado a tornado match, match before. Yeah, sorry. Well, no, what you just said, it, it would have been smart for them to announce it uh, earlier, yeah. but. But I'm yeah. glad it was a tornado match nonetheless because I was thinking, like, you know, I don't want to wait. I don't want to see Daniel Bryan in a match and have him do all the work and then have him get yeah. the hot tag to Roman so he can hit a Superman punch and a spear. So I thought it was, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I'm a Roman, Mark, but, like, I understand. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I, I get that he's over pushed at times. So were you at any point hoping that Daniel Bryan would just
0: turn on Roman and join Harper and Rowan and, like, a little group because I kind of had that hope for a little bit.
1: I, I yeah. mentioned it to the group of friends that I was watching with at the beginning of the match. And one of them said something yeah. to me uh, that made me rethink my position on that. And and he said, uh, you know, if, if that happens, then Daniel Bryan, like, all of that, Eric Rowan telling him that he's tired of listening to people and doing all that, like, is that just an act? Then it feels like we wasted more time and stuff like that. So I thought – that like story wise, it might not make as much sense as
0: yeah. I Thought about that too. Got his ass kicked pretty good twice, but I still wouldn't mind. mind yeah, that's it, an awful lot of selling just anything. to
1: get just to turn on Roman for one match. But yeah. I you know,
0: it also makes me think that they're moving him to an opposite brand of uh, whatever else they plan on doing. Like Brian's probably gonna be on Raw. I'm guessing Roman would probably SmackDown.
1: I mean, that I'm not sure about sense, but, and but, Roman, like, but that would make sense. But I c- Daniel Bryan is such like a household name. I feel like Fox wants him.
0: They got everybody. <laughs> if they're getting Seth, they ain't getting they're not getting Daniel Bryan if they're getting Seth, so we'll see if they actually get Seth. But it'll be interesting to see how the draft shakes out. I mean we'll talk about Raw in a little bit, but it was basically a placeholder, which is never a good thing, but that tag match was Good. I mean, I'd recommend it for people to watch if they missed it. And
1: it started it's slow. So
0: funny. It's so funny how Daniel Bryan could just snap his finger and be a babyface or heel. I love it.
1: Yeah, I thought it, I thought it started really slow, but then Daniel Bryan kind of fired up, and all of a sudden I was yeah. like, "Damn! Like this man can just wrestle." And he was such a like I was just telling my friends like he's such a good babyface, and they responded with yeah but he's such a good heel too and i'm like he's just such a good wrestler like he's
0: he's he's one of the best no doubt about it
1: and he gets handed shit most of the time and you know makes gold out of it so that is an impressive trick that i'm sure vince likes (laughs) well
0: he has to beat his head i guess right everyone's a midget now or something
1: they're called little people they're called little shorty
0: What's up, Shorty? Shorty Even game. Even announcer called him Shorty or whatever. I was like, are you serious?
1: Yeah, I thought that was really bad. All right, so next we had Randy Orton, and he beat Ali. I enjoyed this was, match, but cool. I thought Ali was going to get the rub. Eh,
0: yeah, I don't know. I feel like he did anyways because, you know, Orton on pay-per-view. But True. this was basically the last match I enjoyed. I enjoyed the first three matches, and I thought everything else was pretty shit. So this was pretty good. I mean, they did a kind of an innovative RKO spot where he got out of the RKO by doing, like, a handstand. Orton put that over on Twitter. I'm pretty sure he thought it was cool, so, you
1: know. Oh, yeah, he, like, jumped yeah. with his hands, right?
0: Yeah, like, he did, like, a handstand type thing. And, you know, Orton doesn't get excited very much anymore, so... For him to instantly run to Twitter and be like, that was pretty cool. Yeah,
1: I that was, was I was wondering, nice. do you think, you think Randy, like, <laughs> obviously, uh, we went into this Hell in a Cell pay-per-view with, like, three, four matches, maybe five matches advertised. Um, but, you know, do you think that, like, they were just at last second, like, shit, we need to fill time. Randy, go pick someone. And they just went out there and did it?
0: or maybe we can say they're half smart for something but yeah maybe I oh mean, now you I want to give
1: really, WWE credit all right I see
0: I give them no credit I mean Orton on pay-per-view seems like kind of a must when you only have four matches booked so yeah just put them out there with a dude that can go I mean there really, it was a no story to it pretty much most of the show there was no story too so
1: yeah I yeah. thought that was definitely the last <laughs> good match like you said um well, actually, yeah. I enjoyed the next one, the women's tag team match. The Kabuki Warriors uh, beat Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. I thought I thought it was pretty refreshing to see. I mean, in my opinion, the Kabuki Warriors are probably one of the best tag teams in all of WWE, men or women. Like, they're just, what they obviously about know about how to both work. Both of their together. matches right now. Both of them?
0: I know, it's kind of jumping, I know it's kind of jumping around, but.
1: Well, they were kind of the same deal.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Asuka with the mist, I mean, eh, I guess it's okay. It's whatever. They had no character work going into that match, so that's kind of why I want to talk about Raw as well, about how they cut their promos and they did it in Japanese, which is, I like it. I, tweeted I thought it was it, awesome. You know? Because in Japan, do Americans speak in Japanese all the time? No, they speak in English. You know, so.
1: Kenny Omega speaks Japanese.
0: Yeah, that's because he's like, Crazy dude, but you get <laughs> it's Canadian. he gets I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> like, yeah. So I like that they did their promo in Japanese, and I like that they won the tag match as the tag champions against the women's champions because it makes more sense.
1: Yeah, that's, that's one
0: definitely all agree on.
1: Yeah, that's definitely how it should be. The tag team like,
0: should. the 24/7 title has more credibility than those women's tag titles right now. So let's start building them up
1: um i really like those i like yeah i like those promos a lot because i just okay so did you feel like you missed any part of that promo even though they weren't speaking english like you knew what they were saying right yeah like Like you you could just feel yeah like there's just a general feel to the way they were talking their energy yeah they were Mm heels they were laughing at You know, Charlotte and Becky, and I think they were kind of saying, like, you guys think you're a fucking tag team? You know, you think, like, you guys are champions? You're not champions. We're champions, and they were Mm -hmm. laughing at them, you know, and then they ended up beating them. So I thought it all kind of made sense, Uh, and, you know, it shows that, I mean, WWE is going a little more with the uh, letting people cut their promos in whatever language it is. I mean, AOP has been doing that on Raw, too, so, you know, maybe maybe Vince is chilling out on that rule, you know?
0: It'd be nice if uh, any member of the uh, Four Horsemen, not a part of the Four Horsemen, got a push. So if I could see some more Asuka or Kairi same matches, singles matches against a Charlotte
1: or against the Becky,
0: that'd be nice too because I feel like only see them, the Four Horsemen face each other.
1: <laughs> no, for it's real, kind of, they've been featured in like every main yeah. event for the past like couple of weeks. It's always those same four women, and I'm glad that... Yeah. Uh, you know, there was no, know. there was no Bailey on this show. I don't, was there a Sasha on this show? No,
0: no, no. Yeah, but, uh,
1: just, just I was a very Ronnie good sight to, to, to see. You match. know, two other good yeah. wrestlers, Oscar and e, uh, not Eo, Kyrie. Um, but I wouldn't yeah. mind Eo joining that stable too. Damn, dude, like, could you imagine? It was just. Yeah,
0: let's keep away from the they're they're foreign. They're, you know, they has to be a group. But I'm good. But... Yeah, but I would take four Japanese like, like horse face women more than the Japanese horsewomen against the regular horsewomen.
1: Yeah. I shouldn't say regular, but you know, the original yeah. horse Um mm-hmm. But then okay, but so the, we had this is where the
0: Stagmature the... was okay. I mean, it was basically just to get the belt on, so that was nice, but Yeah. Uh,
1: I was happy with it and I thought the mist was a cool way. I mean I wasn't happy at it. Like, okay, so I'm not I, pretty good at sp- spitting it yet. No. <laughs> I want them to like. I want them to win legitimately, though. I feel like it's just like an asterisk on their uh, win, you know, which makes me like. But I am happy that they got you know the belts on them. So it it was, again, based on the rest of the pay per view, I thought it was good. So then this is where it started, I guess, to break down the six man tag. It was the OC and the Viking Raiders versus a mystery person, I guess, which I didn't even know this match was happening. Um, But the mystery person ended up being Braun Strowman. Did you think it was gonna be Strowman?
0: It made sense after, but it also doesn't make sense because he hasn't it should have been someone that wants the US title.
1: I thought it was gonna
0: be like Cedric. Tr- that that's happened too much. It needed to be someone just new. Not Strowman, not Cedric. Not just Ricochet. Someone that, probably not Ricochet either, honestly. But just I don't know who maybe Alistair Black. He just came back on Raw tonight. What if yeah, was him? How cool would that. Aleister
1: Black would have been a cool one I mean, if he just. That's and he works, answer, and he works really well with the Viking Raiders too. Exactly.
0: Um, God damn it! They need to hire me. No, but
1: <laughs> they missed an opportunity, dude. They—that is some... Like they brought him back tonight and they beat, you know, the Singh brothers. Give me a break.
0: Like yeah. that would have been a good opportunity, and then he could have feuded with AJ for the U.S. title. Who wouldn't want to see Aleister Black versus AJ Styles?
1: AJ Styles Instead, maybe.
0: They just put Strowman in it just to get him on pay-per-view, even though Strowman's worried about theory, so he doesn't care about the U.S. title. So it's like wasted, no finish, nothing, garbage. The end.
1: And then, uh, so this was the match that ended with Braun Strowman. Well, like AJ was leaping or something, and then Braun Strowman knocked him out with the right hand. AJ sold it like he was like he didn't know where he was, what year Wait it was, who the like you know. You think he sold it like that? He
0: was selling the fist like that because Strowman's facing Fury. Like like a goofball just, like...
1: Yeah, for sure. That was... His, a, I mean, that's the story they told on Raw tonight that, that, you know, like... You know, I think Strowman said something like, I got a pretty mean right hand, too, or something, you know? So he can... I mean, that was definitely the, the idea because they shot the Fury yeah. angle just two days before it. So I think for sure... I thought it was stupid that AJ was the one who had to take the knockout, but I guess he's smaller. I think he's it.
0: done that a couple times before, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, like, I mean...
1: It made it. Really, it, it, it he mind. sold I, like, it, I, wow. laugh.
0: I laughed, but it's still stupid that there's no finish. It's stupid that they just put Strowman on pay per view to put him on pay per view. We got all these talented guys. I'm kind of hooked on the Aleister Black talk, like, because like we already brought him up. But yeah, all these talents do something with them.
1: Yeah, but AJ sold it well. I did. You hear the part where when he got up, uh, <laughs> Gallows and Anderson was like. It's Sunday, and we're in Sacramento, and you just got knocked <laughs> out. Oh, shit. That was really funny. It's funny. But, um, okay, so ne- next we had. dropped the Longest
0: Yard reference and then, like, had a bird. His name is Ronnie. <laughs> we'll tell Ronnie you got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> Anyways.
1: Yeah, so next we had the. Uh... Oh, this is the our truth and Carmella ran in, and then Tamina who we haven't seen in fucking ages, rolled up yeah, Carmelo for the 24-7 championship. Yeah. And then, what, she had it for a brief while, and eventually later in the night, what, truth pinned her after Carmelo tripped here.
0: They had a missed opportunity here. Funaki should have been 24-7 champion.
1: I thought Funaki was going to be 24-7 champion.
0: I'm disappointed that he wasn't, honestly.
1: You kidding me? It's Funaki. Also, I thought that R Truth did this, like, your traditional, like, almost racist, uh, you know, Asian martial arts type, hua, yeah. and pose. And I was like, what the fuck is he doing? And I was like, that is mildly offensive. Like, And then Funaki gets in, like, another pose and just squares up with him. And I was like, oh, okay, it's cool. It's this Funaki. Is, this, this is how he <laughs> fights. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, th- that was fun. Uh, the 24 7 championship is always pretty fun. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people hate it. A lot of people love it. I think it's – I've been entertained by it. I
0: thought it was going to be a lot worse than it was. R-Truth is gold as a 20-time 24-7 champion.
1: And he <laughs> still looks so young too.
0: Yeah, he's like 50.
1: <laughs> All right, next we had what? Charlotte and Bailey. Charlie, Char- uh, Charlotte Charlie Bailey. Huh? Yeah. Oh, I skipped Gable and Corbin. Let's go back to Gable and Corbin. That's the. Well, oh, a lot of people that. Skip that. <laughs> yeah, I think that was an, almost intentional, but I scrolled back up. Yeah, all right, so STD. Chad Gable finally got the win on. Yeah, didn't they call him STD Baron Corbin on on commentary? Yeah, and then they called him Shorty Gable
0: like a hundred freaking times. Yeah, that was bad. Oh, let's just bury them both. Let's put them in a coffin. Jeez.
1: Yeah, Greg Hamilton, the ring announcer, announced the winner Shorty. as Shorty Gable.
0: Dumb as fuck.
1: Dude, so, <laughs> that's what I So thought so bad. That's my yeah.
0: analyst, yeah, analyst.
1: So okay, so I'm. I, the match wasn't good because I couldn't. I think everyone watching it was just like we've seen this a million times. We don't want to see it again. I thought their last match was actually decent. Um, you know, their, I, their King I, of
0: the Ring match was good too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Their, their King of the, of
1: the Ring match was really good. Yeah. Oh, they did the rematch. You're right, but. They've had good matches together, but I feel like it's worn out to the point where we didn't want to see this. And at the point where Chad Gable won, it was like, oh, okay, they're finally, like, giving him the win on a pay-per-view. I guess that's okay. And then, like, they beat the shit out of him. They beat the shit out of him. Yep, and he wasn't
0: unrodden, right?
1: I mean, so, like, he was – they were, like – I mean, I don't know. Maybe this is Vince, you know, being a victim to his own 50-50 booking rule. But, you know, he had to give – the win, but he buried him by saying shorty gable a million times and then took him off T V so
0: Man, millions of STDs apparently. Yeah. <laughs> just so stupid. <laughs> so bad. Yeah. All yeah.
1: right, so that's back to back pretty bad <laughs> matches. But then Charlotte and Bailey I thought was pretty good. Yeah. You didn't like it? Uh, I just thought it was what they normally do.
0: Nothing really special, nothing different. Have you seen it? talk about a match we you just said that we've seen Gable and Corbin a lot shit we've seen that match like what eight times in the past year so at least so you know, was there anything different from the other matches nothing really special just Bailey kind of played a heel but then Charlotte was a heel tonight basically it's just so dumb
1: <laughs> i mean it did the i mean you know i think the whole thing was getting her her 10th win i don't know why they had to do it now but obviously they want her to yeah. pass rick at some point i get it so, yeah. I you know, I, I the match, you're right, it wasn't anything that we haven't seen before, but then again, WWE has a habit of giving us stuff we've seen before and somehow making it worse, so I guess yeah. I'm giving them bonus points for, I don't know, I thought it was okay, like, in a vacuum, if you said, like, here, this is a women's match in WWE, people would just go like, okay.
0: Yeah, I mean... Okay, I tossed this idea on Twitter because you know we always gotta think about adding title reigns to Charlotte. You think her and Becky are just gonna switch <laughs> titles? Just be like here you go, buddy. Here you go.
1: I'm gonna go to SmackDown. Why don't you go to Raw? <laughs> so, like, I'm tired of this show. I, well, I want I them to the unify button. the titles. I think that it's time that, and I'm not, not just the women's mm. titles. I think that unifying the you know the main women's title and unifying the universal the WWE brand championship. Split.
0: When you have a good brand split, it's okay. But this shift in the past six months hasn't been good because they really hasn't been a split. So
1: well, it's cause, yeah, I mean, it hasn't saturated. been a split for for a long time. So you know, if they actually want to stick to that, uh, you know, I don't yeah. see a problem. I feel like the champion can float, you know. But that's about it.
0: Yeah, I get it. I'm just saying, like. Everything's oversaturated right now. So, like, the U.S. title, the Intercontinental title mean even less than normal. I mean, tag titles mean even less than normal. Women's titles mean even less than normal. So, if you can just keep them on their own show and just... You are SmackDown, you are Raw. I mean, it should be fine because in, you know, 2016, it it seemed to work out pretty well. So, you know, you got... Two really good mid-card champions. It'd be nice if they could be featured. I mean, I, I guess AJ's been on, gets his c- consistent TV time, but Nakamura, who? I mean, really.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen him in forever. Well, he's been doing some stuff with Sammy, I guess, but it really hasn't been uh, gripping in any way. Uh, well, but I, again, those I Those should be the workers' belts, you know? Yeah, like, I mean, they have a lot of issues in WWE, and I mean, yeah. I think a lot of people think that the draft is going to fix things. It's probably going to just make it worse but we will be here every week to cover it. So <laughs> that's our problem. Yep. And all right, so okay, so with that in mind, we just ran down the whole card and you liked the first three matches and I guess you had a less than, you know, I I liked the women's tag match and the Charlotte and Bayley match a cool. little more than you did and then we both hated the Gable Corbin match and we both hated uh, the six-man tag so like with that said with just two bad matches two okay matches and three good matches to start the show and then obviously the hell in the cell at the end which i mean we've already talked about that do you still think this was a do you think this is a bad show you give it a thumbs up thumbs in the middle thumbs down three
0: out of ten. <laughs>
1: three out of ten yeah wow
0: yeah You may, you may have convinced me up to a four with those women's matches, but yeah, it's a failing show for sure. I mean, you had so much weight, you had so much weighing on three matches and specifically that main event, you just,
1: they bombed, okay, they deserve, they deserve to lose, like, if we're going on a a zero, you know, one to 10 scale, I, I'll, I'll say that they need to be knocked down to a five or six just because of how badly they botched, uh, the main event. The main event's supposed to be the most important thing. It's supposed to make the people watch TV on Monday, mm-hmm. which I feel like we'll see how the ratings come out. But I, I you know, I feel like they're not going to be good. So, nope. I, you know, I, I, I'm going to give them thumbs in the middle, like a, a five. But really, you think so? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I'm, no. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm an apologist. I, you yeah. know, if, if 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 we have what did I just say? I, I named seven, eight matches on the card. One was, you know, three of them were, two of them were pretty bad. One of them was absolutely terrible, and then two were okay, and three were good. That's halfway in. My book. Well, no,
0: two were two were good. One was close to great.
1: Yeah, so that's what I mean. So, it's like I feel like it's yeah. a it's like a bell curve, and I think it just lands in the yeah. middle there. So I, you I know, like I'm a little, little more lenient just, than just you kind of in are. gonna fall in there. Eh
0: they happened. I wouldn't recommend anyone rewatch them so it kind of now, No, no one.
1: Okay, more, so. you should if you want to watch this show, you should just turn on the network, watch the first match and turn it off. That's it. That's all you really need to see. Like the rest of it is if good, you're big, but it's if, not that great.
0: If you're a big fan of Blue Harper, Rowan, Brian and Reigns, watch that. And if you just want to see Ali because he's cool, you know, watch that and then turn it off, but that's about it. Nice hour. If you got you.
1: 30 minutes to watch something, go watch the first match and then turn it off. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, it was not a good show by any means, but I, I don't think it's as bad as some people are saying. Some people, uh, you know, some people are talking today on Twitter, you know, that hashtag cancel WWE network was trending. And I just, yeah, you know, cool. I, put, I put out a little rant on that because I thought that was, that's just some, that's dumb. You know, like, yeah. the network has so, so much good content. So much. Like, You know, from territorial wrestling, you know, I enjoy my Mid South. uh, You know, I I go back and watch the Monday Night Wars all the time, you know, Nitro and uh, all the WCW stuff, honestly. And of course, there's pay per views for all of those. And I know that you love the ECW stuff. And I just think that even if you don't want to watch modern wrestling on it, if you don't want to watch the WWE pay per views of today, you don't want to watch NXT, NXT UK, uh, 205 Live, if they ever do that again. you have years worth of content to watch on that thing so i just yeah, i just don't you know yeah it's just no
0: but sorry. what should have been trending is uh we came up with it or myself and uh, one of our followers came up with it and it was just don't watch raw for tonight because it's all it was going to be all filler it kind of all was for the most part they had no point to have this Raw because the draft's on Friday and next Monday. So this was just here. This Raw was just a thing, you know. So if, like, people want to take a stand and, you know, tank the WWE rating and watch the Monday Night Football, even though it was bad, I mean, tonight was the night, <laughs> honestly.
1: Yeah, I mean, you want to go, go into Raw? Yeah, let's do it. All right, so Monday Night Raw, October, I guess, 7th twenty nineteen, it says October eighth on my computer, but it's cause it's after midnight. <laughs> um and it started off with I mean, they doubled down on that cuckold angle that they did with Bobby Lashley and Lana. Uh she took her bra off in bed and I Bobby Lashley started off like alone in a robe and he was talking to Rusev who was out there. And this was all like, you know, via teleconference or whatever you want to call it on the big screen. And yeah. Bobby Lashley's like, if and, I, and if I'm in your robe, it means I'm in your house. And if I'm in your house, it means I'm in your room. And I'm <laughs> like, first off, it doesn't mean that you're in this room. Like, it just you know you could be, you could be in it like the kitchen if you wanted to. Clearly, he was in the bedroom, but I mean, it didn't make sense. Oh, but, they in a uh, backstage backstage uh, setup room. <laughs> oh, they almost definitely. Well, I don't know. It looked like a actual bedroom.
0: They could have went to some hotel filming,
1: but. <laughs> Yeah, I hope they legitimately went to uh, his his house. That'd but yeah, funny. so so Lana took her bra off in bed and she said, "It doesn't look like you're having fun, Rusev, but I sure am." And then Bobby cuts yeah, her off and says, "No, we sure, are. we sure are." Yeah, so that was, I mean, dude, I you know I know there's there's like categories on porn sites that are real into <laughs> that stuff. So I mean, I, this is this has got to be working for someone, you know. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, I mean the one positive for all this is after all that fun stuff. Uh, Rusev basically killed Orton and Corbin, so that was cool.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's Rusev's, it's Rusev's got to come something out really Rusev. strong here. Yeah, but I, I, I mean, mean who knows? Like, who, what like what? Ha- this is just going to be a Bobby Lashley loses to Rusev eventually, and then what happens with Bobby Lashley? Said, and also, like, how do you? How do you get Lana and Rusev back? Okay, Crown Jewel, (laughs) Crown Jewel five
0: tag match. Maybe Lana just blows Bobby and his.
1: It's they're not allowed to have women in Saudi Arabia. Ooh,
0: yeah, that's why Blood Money Five is probably not my watch (laughs) list, but I I will watch it.
1: Yep. Someone called it oil mania the other, uh, like earlier today. I thought that was really funny. that's actually pretty good. I know it was clever. They should brand it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, okay. So Rusev yeah. beat up Randy and Baron, and you know who doesn't like to see Baron Corbin get his ass kicked. So that was uh, that that was pretty good. And then all right, so I was on a phone call setting up a potential interview for this show, so I won't tell you guys exactly who it is yet because I don't want to false advertise anything like some companies that we what? know. <clears throat> But uh it's a yeah no we have a couple of interviews set up one with a former WWF champion and another with a former WWF personality or I think WWF personality but uh, we will get into that in a few weeks maybe later this week um, but I did miss this Lacey and Natalia match so did you watch it No I was driving home But so then <laughs> went back and I seen the seen the finish and
0: it was all right I mean on the Twitter you said that you missed the first hour and people are saying it was actually worth watching so that means it's better than any match they've had in the past year I think you mentioned Fightful earlier but uh, uh, Sean he said they've had eight matches this year like they're four and four they've had like four matches in the past two months on TV they're two and two so yeah I mean talk about your 50-50 booking
1: yeah, More I mean, like, okay, so what was the finish with Nat through, I kind of saw it, I had the thing on mute, um, but Nat yeah. through Lacey, like, off the, off the stage. Oh, it's Power
0: Powerbomber off the stage and onto a table, and yeah, I mean.
1: Do you think that's the end what of things for them, like, or yeah. you think it's still going? It should be, good God. I mean, how does this, what are they going to do? Are they going to get a Hell in a Cell match?
0: No, but they should be on a different show from each other and uh, just have a new random opponent apparently that they face every week apparently you know Natty will just face Dana Brooke every week and maybe uh, L- Lacey Evans will maybe maybe we can have Moon on TV that'd be cool maybe she she can face her every week <laughs> so stupid
1: and then we had the yeah. okay so then we had Alistair Black doing his uh, you know I'm waiting for someone to knock on my door gimmick I started to get pissed off because I was like didn't they do this shit for like a month And then Then it was, like, a Cesaro match, and then nothing came of it. Yeah. That was that, like, backflash, right? That's a long time ago. Everything is a blur in this company. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, okay, so, but then, eventually, uh, you know, something happened with that. So we'll talk about that in a minute. But then we had uh, the Street Profits do, like, a little segment. I guess they were doing the, like, draft showcase. Yeah, okay, but. But they announced. How come there wait, so wait, they many announced back, three segments. names. Yeah, I, was, I mean, it. obviously, it's because they wanted. To, this was a filler show, like you said. I mean, they just didn't want to do anything substance.
0: Give us a match or something that's more than five minutes instead of just talking and talking and oh, this happened on SmackDown last week and let's, let's talk some more. But then this also happened. Ugh, it's the worst. But um. Yeah, they announced, what, Drake Maverick, uh, Apollo, Apollo Crews, and, and Buddy uh, Murphy. Yeah. And you remember before this podcast was going, Buddy Murphy had those matches with Reigns, and you said he was a made man? Where the hell's he been, huh? He hasn't I, had a match then. Yeah,
1: I was wrong. <laughs> like... like Okay, but he, no, but after the Reigns match, oh. he had a really good match with Daniel Bryan. And then I think he had a really good match with someone else. And then they just took him away. And then let's just keep him off TV because who likes good wrestlers? Idiots. But I was right. He was made at one point. And then he got taken away. But I told you he was going to be made for two minutes because they
0: aren't going to do anything about it. Because that's who they are. Who cares about these up-and-comers who have fire and good movesets and entertain the fans? Yeah, fuck them.
1: Okay, did you see the Street Profits <laughs> announce anyone else for this draft?
0: No, I think they were just talking about those guys. Like, I feel like they said Apollo because he's gonna have a match later in the night. So, they're like, oh, let's mention Apollo.
1: What the hell is this about? Like, were they planning on doing segments where they were like, "Here's all the team. options," and they started with the shitty ones and forgot to do the rest?
0: <laughs> well, the Street Profits messed up midway through. They
1: skipped. Uh, buddy murphy and went right to Drake maverick and it's
0: kind of a mess but it's whatever i mean it's
1: the first time i've seen them mess up but they uh i mean yeah, it's getting exactly. kind of old i'd like to see yeah. them do something and match wrestling yeah. i mean they wrestled on Nestle? NXT last week yeah but
0: come on man like it i get you know, they want to push their entertainment but it's a wrestling show can we have some wrestling no. Do you watch Wednesday nights. Do you not see what what your son-in-law Wednesday nights is for wrestling. Former- Monday
1: and Friday are exclusively for bullshit, Dustin.
0: <sighs> Jesus. Okay, I guess.
1: Yep. And then we had another backstage segment. Surprise, surprise, Tyson Fury, <laughs> the Gypsy King, he got an interview with. I feel like it was Charlie Caruso, but God knows. She was running around like a like a busy bee all night. Like <laughs> she was yeah. going and going and going. Uh, you know, I love Charlie. Tyson was a, uh, I, I guess, I knew he was British, <laughs> but I didn't expect him to sound British, which I, I understand <laughs> sounds stupid. But when he started talking, I was like, no. "Hey, this guy sounds fun." And then I listened to him, and hey, he was a pretty good talker. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I'm. Yeah, we'll talk about the main event in a bit, but I liked his promo.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously. If he couldn't talk, they wouldn't have brought him in, even with his athletic ability. But man, did the replies! There's nobody excited to see Tyson Fury versus Braun Strowman. It was like an, it was like an A, disapproval rating, like a 93 <laughs> percent in the comments. If you just added him up, no, 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 nobody
1: cares. It's yeah, there of, are a lot of nos here. i kind of sad. <laughs> yeah. There's a couple Tons? of yeses though, which I was actually surprised of, but I like this one. Yeah. Oh, the tall bald guy? Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Well, you know, some people like them, so I, you know, whatever. To each their own. I, I didn't think it was overly bad, so again, that's the standard for WWE. So if it's not terrible, then we're okay. And then we had yeah, yeah. Uh, then we had this tag match. So the Viking Raiders, they got to be like fifteen and zero on Raw this week, right? I mean, not this I read year. Yeah, yep. And I, I think, also read wait, was that Sean Ross that tweeted it? Yep.
0: Right.
1: And I feel like he, he sent that out before the Viking Raiders won. So maybe they're 16 in hours. Mm-hmm. But, like, they have just been on a run. you got to think that the Viking Raiders are going to take these titles from uh, Bobby Roode and Ziggler. And they actually, did they cut a promo? I don't know if they scheduled a match, but they definitely cut a promo later, later in the show.
0: Well, it's... It all comes back to that brand split. I, obviously, they probably should take them from them because I assume uh, one of Rude and Ziggler are going to be on. One's going to be on Raw, one's going to be on SmackDown because that's what WWE does. So it would make sense for them to lose the belts because they're not technically a tag team.
1: Yeah, I mean, they haven't given show. them a name, so that kind of shows you how invested they are. They yeah,
0: have. It's uh, Glorious uh, Show Offs. Is it? Yeah.
1: That's not it's good. It's pretty awful. But this, this match went like 16 minutes, 16 and a half minutes. And I thought that was yeah, uh, some pretty good time. And I think, I mean, every time that Eric and Ivar are out there, I watch them, and especially this, uh, I saw this in the six-man tag at Hell in a Cell. Uh, they just, those guys are so athletic for their size. They are big. I miss, I miss when they had normal name, wrestling
0: names, and a normal tag team name. Well but it's okay. I get
1: it. It's not how it works
0: Hancey. anymore. I understand Hanson in a row wasn't odd enough. I get it. Whatever. But.
1: I I part of me wishes they got drafted to SmackDown and they were just like the War Raiders again, and they came out doing the War chant and they war bo- war and, dude and they both <laughs> if they, if they boosted them by saying like these guys have been like you know undefeated over the past two three months whatever you want to say, and that's the yeah. reason that Fox went ahead. And, and they reached for them, you know it could turn out to be like a really smart booking decision they the draft you know we joke about it being a reset uh, for things and this kind of being a filler show just to hold the place of everything until they can just make everything. but it is a reset and you know for lack of a yeah. better term. it does it does at least in shakeups of the past, it always does feel like hey there are some new opportunities, especially if they do it right. they just really do have to think about this. And make it work out.
0: I just realized this is the shortest WWE season premiere and season end (laughs) that we've had. What is it, three weeks, two weeks?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I guess. It's kind of stupid. (laughs) You
0: remember, like, what, three weeks ago, they were like,
1: season premiere, season premiere. That was last week.
0: Was that last week?
1: Uh Uh-huh. Last week was (laughs) premiere. God. (laughs)
0: It lasted two weeks yeah here's the draft
1: <laughs> yeah i thought so. that was always like a weird thing for them to schedule the draft not for the first episode because i feel like that would make a lot of sense or to do like a draft special on fox like yeah. i would be okay with that um yeah or air a air a draft special on fox and on usa you know and then you have all for it like, i you know it could have just been cool i mean obviously there are, there are things that prevent that from happening but I, yeah. you know, to, to make the brand split and say, here are your people, you know, they've been advertising like Becky Lynch and stuff like that. Um, but obviously she's on raw, but the brand split doesn't exist, but it's just caused yeah. a whole bunch of problems. She's for them. That every don't like that. Yeah. it doesn't need to, I mean, they don't yeah. need to do it like that, but whatever. All right. So this is where, uh, Alistair Black, he cut another promo and he didn't have a shirt on. So I was like, all right, it shits up. And he said, <laughs> he was like, Hey, maybe I shouldn't. Wait for people to come knocking on my door, and I should just go out in the ring and challenge someone. And I was like, "Yeah, no shit, like a wrestler." Yeah, it's like She's it's like it, entry, it, uh, it, this is the longest it's taken someone to figure out that you can just issue an open challenge. You remember when Ronda Rousey? <laughs> you remember when Ronda came in and she got the championship, and she was just she didn't know how to issue an open challenge, but she wanted to every week. And Natty was like, "No, there are." there are ways to do this you have to do it a certain way and she was like no fuck that i just want to challenge someone give me a fight right now like why couldn't alistair black figure that out is there something about people who like to kick a lot that makes them slower in the head like (laughs) i mean there's jokes there but i'm not going for him i mean at least he
0: has a bad he still has a badass entrance and it's nice to see his entrance, you know, instead of him doing stupid backstage shit. I mean, like everybody else apparently, but he should be one of the people that they, they get behind for this uh, upcoming brand split. I don't know where he ends up. He kind of has the martial arts type gimmick, so probably on SmackDown where all the real fighters go, you know? Yeah, I so. would
1: assume so. He seems <laughs> like a SmackDown guy too, but he he squashed the sing brothers both of them i guess in yeah. a minute and five seconds so he yeah. gave a good half a minute to each of them and just killed them uh, and he hit what did he hit a new submission right it was like a dragon sleeper but it looked modified
0: yeah i think i read what dragon slayer i can't remember what i read on the twitter but yeah i mean it looked pretty sick like i thought it was pretty cool so It'd be nice if we actually got to use that a little bit more. You we think they're gonna yeah, it, you think they're gonna work access, that but.
1: and get him over to have like a, you know, a lot of good wrestlers have a submission and they have a you know, he has the black mass, which is obviously a good one, but it gets if you overuse yeah. it, you know, so you think he's gonna use the whatever he's gonna for call sure? this thing? For yeah. sure.
0: He put that thing on super quick and he tapped out right away. It would have been nice if he held it for like three seconds, but so you can get like a more of a full view of it. But it's but the single it brothers. Sense. Yeah, 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 I got it. So, should be interesting. But also, another thing about the draft is, you got to remember that he's basically a package deal with Charlotte and Andrade because Zelina, his wife, is with Andrade. So, they're basically a four-person package deal. So, we'll probably all four be on the same brand whenever that happens.
1: Yeah, you're probably right.
0: Jesus, all these couples... Causing issues of brands. Well, you know, I think
1: that's a dumb <laughs> rule. I think they should figure that out because they can still yeah, see each Yeah, probably. Other. Um, yeah. But, okay, so then we had another backstage segment, surprise, surprise, with Charlie interviewing Braun. I actually thought that this was good. It kind of gave a little more story to what was going on. You know, they said that uh, Fury wanted an apology and he was demanding it tonight. Braun was like, look, man, I was just trying to have a little bit of fun. Uh, you know throwing Dolph his way and knocking into him he took it too far he stepped into the you know into the stage and stuff and I thought overall that braun had a lot better mic work than he's had in the past
0: yeah he had a lot more fire to him which is nice so uh I actually like his uh last promo when he when they had the jump-around bullcrap, and then he came back and sprinted out to the ring. I thought that was pretty cool, too. So oh, yeah. We'll,
1: a get, we'll get mic to that. On, we'll
0: the, mic, on the mic for him.
1: And, and then, okay, so this was when you tweeted that thing out about the many, many backstage segments. we had. Uh, then we had Ray do an interview with Charlie. I thought Ray was really good, and he talked about Dominic, obviously. He said that uh, Kane was Dominic's... Uh, godfather i guess so you know it kind of makes sense in storyline or whatever they want uh, yeah you know, i guess it's there's real
0: doesn't... godfather conan but still oh is it really yeah the, another one from sean ross Sapp. but they i think uh i remember the interview was on lily and garcia's podcast about a year ago when uh ray or maybe less than a year when ray was on there so yep
1: cool but i did that yeah. Um, but it's I thought that, honestly, up to that point in the show, I thought that Ray's interview was the best thing that I'd seen so far in the show.
0: Which is sad, because Ray's never been known for speaking.
1: <laughs> but he cut, he cut, he had, I mean, he wasn't, he definitely, you know, has the accent and all of that. But, you know, he, he says, he doesn't say Cain, he says Cain, you know. And I think yeah. I think that that plays really well. It makes it feel familial, which is the whole idea of the angle. And I think mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, he got a line in in Spanish. And I'm pretty sure – where where were they tonight? Were they in California? Because it sounded like they popped for the Spanish line. So I feel – I know that the Hell in a Cell was in Sacramento. So I feel like they probably did raw. They've
0: been in California for two weeks, you think?
1: Hell in a Cell was last night.
0: Yeah, no. They were – uh, the raw smackdowns over the past week were at uh where the lakers and clippers play uh, staple center.
1: Re- oh really? So LA Sacramento, maybe they left.
0: Oh uh, no they're they're in Phoenix Arizona.
1: Okay, well that's so- south yeah, enough to make somewhere. a to get a spanish yep. pop for sure. Uh, so yep. you know, I thought that was a really I just thought it was a really clever promo. It was good that they they probably just let him do his thing, but it worked out really well. So I was a yeah. big fan of that. And then another backstage I'm segment, are AOP. Are these, a- o- are these AOP segments doing anything for you?
0: Mm-hmm. Not really. feel so like you, you had to like it right away or, or not. Like it was either one way or the, or the other based off the first one. They like really haven't done nothing for me. I don't know about yourself.
1: Yeah, they, they don't do much for me. I mean, it's just two guys talking into a camera. I um, mean, they're not especially nice to look at, so I end up scrolling through Twitter on my phone at those points. So I think that, like, for me, that these things naturally build. I mean, if if we're not going to, like, if we just put the draft out the window, we don't think about it, that it makes sense that they're building up these heels at the same time they're building up the Viking Raiders and that they can just have, like, a really great series of Hoss matches, you know? But I don't know if that's going to be the case because there's the draft. Watch me
0: on the sub. Separate brands,
1: yeah, yeah. So if they end up in separate brands, have, it's like, what are you, what you doing? Like, big tag if, teams on the same brand. We gotta put one on Raw, one on SmackDown. Yeah, it's, it, they won't be able to
0: put teams teams two separate. and two
1: together. Yeah. Uh, what was it? And, and then so we got then we got the OC beating uh, Lucha House Party. But at the beginning, AJ was AJ like selling at the beginning, like he was still kind of knocked out from the punch before
0: did he do that in the ring
1: i feel like That's he did I, I i heard the announcers try to put it over or something but he you know he he definitely let grand metal and you know the rest of the lucha house party get some offense in so i think yeah i think that that was kind of the way to explain it because otherwise it wouldn't make sense for aj styles to let those guys in but you know watching the lucha spots yeah. grand metal did this thing where he like stood on someone's shoulders and then went for a move and i was just like These guys are just, you know, sent out there to job with a pinata, and they are so good. Like, they're some of the best wrestlers, you know, in the company, especially Grand Metalik, in my opinion. Yeah. So I just don't understand. Like, you know, I wish we could see more of them because when they're not just getting squashed, it's, it's, you know, when they get a nine-minute match against the OC, it's actually pretty good.
0: Yeah, and it was funny if you caught this, but they started off with AJ, Carl gets some good time. Gallows goes in, immediately tags back in Carl. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, let's just keep your ass on the sidelines, that's Big fella. <laughs> For sure. That's the vibe I got, and then it kind of broke to the outside. Because well, it wouldn't make
1: sense if Gallows were just getting beat up by a bunch of little guys.
0: Yeah, true. True. Good, good points. And then, yeah. okay,
1: so this, so that that ended at about, like, the one hour and 45-minute mark. And then at true. about the one hour and 50-minute mark, roughly... It was the first mm-hmm. time I feel like they talked about Hell in a Cell. They were keeping this on wraps for, like, a long time. They didn't want people to know that they put on a bad pay-per-view the night before.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, they, they didn't really even mention Seth at all. Like They did, normally, like, a like, little like, segment yeah.
1: two hours and 45 minutes into the show. But yeah, exactly. Barely. I
0: mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, they normally do more, but especially for a dude, basically... You know, spitting up a blood packet. I mean...
1: Yeah, you think people would want to... I'm sure people tuning did. in wanted to know what happened to him and you know what was going on yeah. and how they were going to try and fix this. And I know someone suggested on the Twitter machine that they should have, at the beginning of this episode, recapped it and said that the ref didn't... It wasn't his place to call the match off when clearly... You know, he said that the fiend was too hurt to go, but that was clearly not the case at the end because he attacked Seth Rollins. So they could have just suspended the ref, find him, you know, in kayfabe, obviously, and yeah. said we're going to restart this match for you know we're at the main event of the show. And I was like, you know, what would draw ratings if you told people that you made a mistake and you said you were going to fix it on live television?
0: <laughs> yeah, they're gonna admit they made a mistake. Yeah. I think yeah. they kind of admitted it without saying anything because you know, they said nothing about it forever. Silence
1: speaks volumes in this case, yes.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Um
1: and then okay, so we got oh, a sure. we got a Kabuki Warriors match. This we talked about this already. This one is going to be mm-hmm. Becky and Charlotte. I guess the build up to it was that Miz TV segment with Becky and Charlotte. They got in each other's face. I kind of missed this, so I don't you want to run that down?
0: Yeah. I mean, the Miz was just selling with great facial expressions throughout i mean charlotte kind of acted like her snobby heel self you know they got a couple zingers in i think becky said she made that smackdown woman's title charlotte said she made becky (laughs) get a nice pop from the crowd
1: i think i Uh, heard i think i heard becky say something like uh becky said what did she say she said like you know that her titles actually meant something and i thought that was a pretty good dig um, and then Charlotte's like, Charlotte's like doesn't matter.
0: Like, I'm a ten-time champ.
1: Yeah, ten is ten. Yeah. She said. So I thought, yeah. you know, as far as playing to your character and you know, those were very good quips. They're obviously, I think, they're real life best friends. I'm not positive, but I'm pretty sure. So if they're, you know, real life very they, close, they're uh, doing a good
0: job paving that and hiding it.
1: The, yeah, they have some fun
0: when they were fiery baby faces, you know, and all that. Like, they are posting pictures and tweeting each other and all that stuff all the time. So they've done a good job of the man being the man and the queen being the queen, so to speak.
1: Yeah, kayfabe is still alive, but very, very slightly. Yeah. Uh, and then we had, okay, this this was another one of those runs of promos forever. I mean, somewhere in there there was a Susan, Susan G. Komen thing. Then they had the Roman yeah. Reigns thing with the, you know, the conish Cure. Replay Special. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. you know, the, I like the Roman Reigns thing, man. You know, like, you talked about a fan. He said that he was getting to Oh, no, no, min- oh, yeah, that
0: was cool. I thought you were talking,
1: I thought they, I was thinking of a video package that
0: they had of his match the night before, but...
1: Uh, that was something. Else. They definitely they had, had some video reading, packages in there, but they had, no the cancer thing. The uh, yeah. you know he said yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that he cool. said that he was getting Very a bunch cool. of messages from you know fans with the support, and he really didn't know how to handle yep. all the support. But you know he was getting videos, and one of the first videos he got was from a kid who's also battling cancer. And they showed the video, mm-hmm. and you know the kid just so innocently as kids do, you know just said, "I hope you're feeling better, and I hope that you know you're doing okay, and things like that." And that you know that kind of stuff that's real. You know that's that's why. You know, kids in wrestling is a pretty cool thing to see when you watch them connect. Um, so I really enjoyed this segment, uh, even though it kind of seems like they're—I uh, don't know—using Roman's cancer to get him <laughs> over. Probably
0: sure they probably yeah, the wrestling people have G- done for five years. I mean, you might as well tell real life stories. You know, get more of a connection. People can get more of a connection to them. So. Yeah, it's not the worst business model, that's for sure.
1: And then we had another Tyson promo, Tyson Fury, and then Apollo Cruz had a promo or an interview with Charlie or something about setting up this Ricochet match. Uh, and then what else happened? I think the Kabuki Warriors had a promo too. And then Ricochet, and then final. Was it the
0: Kabuki Warriors?
1: It was someone. Oh, it was the Viking Raiders. It was no, it went.
0: It went Apollo Cruz, Viking Raiders, Ricochet.
1: Yeah, that that's what it was. I, I I confused. I wrote Warriors instead of Raiders in my notes, and I was trying to make sense of it. But it was the Viking Raiders. Uh, and then, right, we had, then we had then we had a four minute Ricochet and Apollo Crews match. Which for all the hype for the for the you know for the ten minutes of promos that they did and Ricochet putting over Crews, like if this is my last match on Raw and I get drafted to SmackDown, well you know I'm honored to have a match with my friend, Apollo Cruz. And you mentioned this, uh, they, you know, they used to live together, uh, when they were both in NXT. So they are good friends. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, it was before NXT actually. It was like when they were in the Indies, like almost, uh, five to within the like five to 10 years ago, I guess they're really close friends. And yeah, it's kind of interesting, you know, Cruz got signed first, obviously. And Ricochet became a bigger indie star and, we're here, so it's just unfortunate that they have to cut promos because I joked that if they had a tag team name, it would be No Talk, Just Flips or whatever because I don't really want to hear either of them talk. It's pretty cringeworthy.
1: Yeah, they should just for, do flips. They, they really... is one of those guys sake, who needs Cruz a is
0: manager. More
1: Ricochet needs <laughs> Sorry. a manager, too.
0: Yeah, but I, I would argue that Cruz was more cringeworthy on the mic out of the two promos, so...
1: I really didn't pay much attention to either of them, so I'll take your word. Yeah, way. I know mean,
0: that's what most people probably did to the, the whole match show was decent. wasn't very good. You can't really have a decent match when you only have four minutes, though. It's just like, really?
1: Yeah, he hit, Uh, you know, Ricochet hit the recoil for the win. Um, And, yeah. he, you know, what's his name? Michael Cole always hits the, you know, that's the recoil or whatever. Vic Joseph missed that one. He definitely was someone, you know, Michael Cole was screaming in his ear, like, you got to hit that line. But he didn't, and I was happy he didn't because I don't think it's – I think it doesn't put it over. It just makes it sound stupid when they constantly – And you know what we didn't hear a hundred times tonight? That Ricochet is the, like, real-life superhero. That that line that they've been force-feeding us for, like, a month. Yeah, he said it himself, too, which is also kind of, eh, hey, you don't
0: say that about yourself. If you're a real superhero, you don't bring it up. So it's kind of...
1: Yeah, <laughs> usually the cape says it all, or at least in his case, yeah. the flips. or the
0: tights, or whatever the hell they're wearing, mask.
1: <laughs> and then we had the main event angle. Tyson Fury, Braun Strowman. Tyson wanted the uh, apology. Braun was clearly not going to give it to him. They brawled. They had the big separation thing, which I think is overplayed. We both agree on that. But I thought it was cool. Yeah, they did, they I thought it was cool special. how many times they ran back, and then, like you said, Braun cut a promo or an interview with Charlie in the back, and then he sprinted back out there, and they kept fighting, yeah, then and then, and then it cut off. Right? Yeah. So. It reminded me of like Undertaker, Lesnar.
0: I think it was they had a match at SummerSlam or something. I don't know. It was like three years ago, but they had that pull apart, and it. Also, we can't get, we cannot give The Miz credit for putting on his suit for Miz TV and then getting on his gear for the runout. What a pro. <laughs> what a pro. Like, honestly. <laughs> but, I mean, it was fine. I mean, I kind of agree with most of Twitter that I was like, why are we doing this? Blood Money 5 really was looking forward to having it, but it's whatever. I just don't really care.
1: So you're not a fan of the Tyson Fury angle?
0: Nah, because they got too much of this crap going on right now. You got Cain Velasquez. I mean, I just feel like you have all these towns, but you're bringing in all these outsiders that you don't really need. Like, honestly, you have, like, a roster of 200 people. I mean, book a damn card with what you got. Once in a while, cool. Bring in, you know, your outside attraction, but I don't really want it to be on your stupid Saudi Arabia show. No offense. Like, can you put it on, like, one of your big fours? That'd be cool. You know, you have Survivor Series and in November and on Halloween you got your stupid Saudi show that has a five-on-five Survivor Series-type match. It's like, what are you guys doing? Does the Survivor Series not matter anymore? Is the $50 million per show just take priority, I guess, over history? I guess yes, it would. Yes, it does. And they, I think
1: they assume that no one's going to watch it, so it doesn't really matter what happens anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Fair I mean, honestly, they're just there to collect a check. They are. Yeah, I mean,
0: I probably would be two at this point. Where they got seven and a half more years of them, two a year.
1: Yeah, but uh, I'll be honest. I This this segment, this pull-apart, although they don't usually work for me, it worked for me tonight, and I was actually mildly interested in watching Braun and Tyson Fury. Because, one – Oh, man. They got me at the end when he when Braun sprinted back to the ring. They got yeah. me there. Like they didn't
0: have me when they did the first pull apart. But Tyson was Braun. throwing
1: punches, and I thought they they looked good too. I mean, you know, as, as yeah. much as a non wrestler can throw wrestling punches, and especially when you're used to just hitting people. So, my hope is that they work yeah. a little stiff. Obviously, not too stiff because Tyson could knock the fuck out of Braun, and he knows that. Yeah. So I you know I, I hope that they're safe, but I hope that they you know give us what we want. You know, it's two big guys duking it out. Um, but then again, they are just collecting a paycheck, so we'll see what happens there. But I did actually like the main event tonight, and it was the one redeeming quality of Raw. That being said, yeah. uh, overall, can... I'm giving Raw a thumbs down. And uh, mm-hmm. if you look at our poll right now that's up on Adam SC Pro Wrestling, it's at 145 votes currently. There's still a day left, too. So by the time we put this episode out in the morning, people can still go and vote on that and let us know what you thought of Raw. Or if you haven't had a chance to go watch Raw... Maybe give it a look if you really want to and vote on it. But we have a 60% thumbs down, 27% thumbs in the middle, 13% thumbs up. So I question those 13%, but I'm also not going to bash your views. It's subjective. So if you liked Raw, I'm glad you liked Raw. I just really did not. So I give it a thumbs down with the rest of the 60% of people, and I'm sure you do too.
0: Yeah, I do. Do you think that thirty second promo after the pole apart was the best promo Braun Strowman's ever done?
1: Yeah, I, I tweeted. I tweeted this earlier. He kind that of sold he's me. I'm not been, lie. He's been. He's uh, been. He he has improved so much on the mic so quickly. He has a lot
0: of fire. He had a lot of fire when he was back there
1: cutting that promo. He's I felt like he spit on poor Charlie, and I, was, I felt kind of bad for. It. I feel like I feel like Fury hit him for real. <laughs> like I feel like he got actually pissed or something. But we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to change up one last topic that's not about Raw or Hell in a Cell. Have you heard about this AEW Dark on YouTube?
1: Yeah, I saw them post about it. Um, So they're going to put the Dark matches up on YouTube and I know that... uh... Just let
0: everybody know, it'll happen tomorrow at 7 Central and it's going to be probably better than anything you've seen on Raw tonight. So if you want to see some wrestling there you go.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I think that's a pretty good way to uh, get your content across, especially on YouTube. A lot of kids, younger people, yeah. use YouTube and they're looking for stuff to browse. Um, and, you know, what more would you want than, like, some good wrestling matches to find on YouTube in full, especially from me? Like I some good matches on here. Yeah. I think uh, yeah, I want to see Darby Allen right? and SEMA. I think that they're going to, that's yeah, that's going to a be a really one. good
0: one. I want to see STU versus Jurassic Express in another six minute. I think they did one at one of their big shows, but. I'm up for seeing that match again.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, pretty much any matchup you can give is is good because AW so new that like you know we really just mm-hmm. want to see everything. For sure. You wanna? We have a couple of mailbag questions that some of our followers mm-hmm. sent in on Twitter. You wanna? You wanna do those? Yeah. So. All right. So sure. the first one I see here is what's the reason behind the whole ref? Behind the whole ref stopping the match between Seth and the Fiend. And that's from Luis Barrios. Just so, you
0: know, Braun doesn't win. Or Braun, sorry. Just so the Fiend doesn't win. Because obviously they double booked themselves. You know, you have to have a hell in a cell. probably, Probably should have the Fiend in it. But then we don't want to put the championship on them. So they just kind of kick themselves in the ass and cost themselves. Because they had no no out because The Fiend got so over. So they just double booked themselves in a corner and fucked up.
1: Yeah, it's definitely a case of bad booking. It was just a way for them. I mean, obviously, at the end of the day, you know, that Fightful report said that this was all Vince's vision. So he has something in his head that clearly did not work. So I think – I don't know if
0: I believe it, but sure. I I mean, it was about
1: the heat being on the ref, you know. It was just about we're going to do this thing because I don't want to – give the fee I don't want to give the people what they want and you know that's just they had to get out of it so that's how that's why they did it even mm-hmm. though it doesn't make any sense not at all yeah so the next one I see and it might be the last one uh because we didn't get too many but hopefully people will send in more was <laughs> why the hell did Helena why the hell did Hell in a Cell suck for another fucking year wow well, <laughs> you see not a
0: book Hell in a Cell finishes anymore
1: well, I, I think this is a there's been so many answer. of
0: them. Yeah, like, but one of them is they don't know how to book Hell in the Cells anymore, and they just they have to have them in October. They don't have the feuds that are worthy of being in Hell in the Cells, uh-huh. and they just don't know how to do, book a fucking finish anymore.
1: I mean, that's definitely <laughs> half of it. When you when you have all these pay per views, you know, like you don't always need a TLC match when it's time for TLC, and you don't always need like pretty much the only match that works like that is the Royal Rumble. Uh, you know that because. You can do a lot of things with that, but I mean, Hell in a Cell should be reserved for random parts of the year, for when rivalries get to that point. So when they announce it on Raw or SmackDown, you're really excited. So I, you know, that's one of the reasons I think Hell in a Cell and especially the Hell in a Cell matches are just not as good as they like, used to. Be. Uh,
0: the Undertaker versus Shane McMahon Hell in a Cell when it got announced, obviously it's not the greatest technical wrestling spe- spe- spectacle you'll see, but also. It wasn't in October, and it was set up pretty well for you know just being a Hell in a Cell. I mean, you know how everyone on Twitter changes
1: their changes their name to like spooky this and spooky that. Kind of. That's what I feel like Hell in a Cell is. It's just WWE going, look, we're giving you a pay per view, but it's October, so it's spooky, and it's like, shut the hell up, like. Give us that match when it's warranted and when we want to see it, um, you know. And it should be reserved for blood feuds, for you know, big things. And I think that's the part of the cheapness. The other part that I need to point out is um, Vince McMahon is crazy. He books this show yeah. for himself and not for you. And if you don't understand that, then you're not watching the show correctly. You know, you have to understand yeah. that this isn't meant to appeal to you because it's just not what he cares about.
0: Exactly. And the last part of this dude's question, um, he kind of rambles on, but then he asks uh,
1: why, is Cody why the Rhodes... WWE yeah.
0: not selling war games to Cody Rhodes and AEW, basically. And it's like, well, maybe they'd have an argument if, you know, Triple H didn't actually bring it back for the first time in like 16 years, you know, 2 years ago.
1: Yeah, I mean, but, there's no way WWE's selling them their great, you know, the, it's their biggest competition. They're not going to give them the rights to that. I know Cody <laughs> joked about it in that press call uh, before the first AEW yeah. show, but it was just a joke. Um, that's definitely not going to happen, but he did say mm-hmm. that they have um, some things planned, you know, as far as new matches and new gimmicks and things like gimmicks. that. Uh, the yeah. casino battle royale was one of those that was made by good old tk tony khan um so i i think i mean i think the ideas are there execution perhaps Mm -hmm. has not been but if you put some big name stars and you made the casino battle royale kind of like a royal rumble i wouldn't be Mm -hmm. so against that and and cody also mentioned uh in that interview that he uh he always has the bunkhouse stampede if he needs to go to it but he's not gonna do that unless he's desperate but i think seeing a bunkhouse stampede would be a pretty cool throwback
0: yeah, I do not remember what that is. What was that?
1: Oh, man. Dusty used to do it in NWA, and it's just, go watch it. It's on the network. It's one of those millions of things that we talked about. It's just kind of a good old shit show.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, not bad. I mean, yeah,
1: but War Game, like, I don't know if you got confused
0: with, like, a World War Three, three rings or whatever, but a War Games match has two rings. But, yeah, I mean, War Games are pretty badass, and I'm looking forward to the one that they're going to have. And NXT will probably with an undisputed error defending all their championships, I'm, I'm assuming, against four challengers. Uh, got any predictions for who those might be or
1: no? <laughs> oh, man. I have, I, I genuinely have no clue. You're better at the, the booking ideas.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I think Velveteen Dream would be going for the North American title, obviously. And... My original idea was, like, Champa and Gargano, like, somehow team up and go for the tag titles. And then Riddle would go for the world title, but Valor's in the mix now, so it kind of fogs things up. But then I was thinking Undisputed Arrow would win, but then...
1: How many teams are there? Champa just
0: beat the hell out of Gargano or vice versa, you know? Is it supposed
1: to be two or three teams?
0: Uh, they've done it multiple ways, where it's been 3-3-3, three, 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 and last year they did... a. Uh, Four versus
1: four. Yeah, I, I so think they, they can
0: set it up however they need to.
1: I feel like they should go with the three three three, 3 but I can't figure out what the natural one is. I feel like it. Imperium is obviously, uh, you know, Ooh, that, that's, that's a good a one. Four, I mean, yeah, so four and four. Maybe that's what it is. Imperium and Undisputed Era. UK
0: champions versus your NXT champions.
1: That would make sense, yeah. but I, you know.
0: Just I, champions, like no no belts on the line, just Walter. But and, then it's uh, all heels. Tagoon and yeah I know that's why it doesn't work
1: Yeah, give me that match (laughs) I mean you could do three you could do three but then I don't know which three you'd pick from any of the teams and then do I don't know we'll have to see how that plays Mm -hmm. out did they announce when they're doing war games
0: well it's been set up for the the Survivor Series weekend for the past two years so I'd assume it's again so middle the end of November so, yeah,
1: a I mean, a month. I'm, I'm down with whatever. I think NXT was really good last week. I hope it's as good this week. I know that we're going to be doing an interview, uh, kind of during NXT and AEW, but we will watch the shows and then do a show on it on Wednesday yeah. put that out Thursday. Um, so I'm really interested to see where the rest of NXT plays out because I think that they have a lot of like they have the most potential in WWE to be the best and especially with the head to head i think that they're going to put forward the best so i know kashida oh, yeah. and walter you're really looking forward to uh <laughs> to so. be so good yeah so i mean that's, <laughs> let's uh, give them we're gonna have a good. we're gonna have a good time on wednesday and of course we have oh, an yeah. interview so if all things work out we'll be able to announce that wednesday and put the interview out uh later in the week yep all right and before so, we go year. dustin you want to <laughs> let people know where they can find you
0: yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at dwhitehead96, and make sure to follow MSC Pro Wrestling on Twitter. Today, it seemed like the whole world was burnt out and took a break, but we're still here, so <laughs> yeah,
1: we Tomorrow, are still we are Twitter still watching and covering we'll
0: it. And it. And, yeah. <laughs> yes, sir.
1: And you can find me. I actually made a new Twitter where we're putting out all of these uh, podcasts, and we'll be doing other things. And you can send mailbag questions to that. So that's linked actually in our bio as well as Dustin's profile, but that's at Dave B. Rosenberg with two Gs. So R-O-S-E-N-B-E-R-G-G, Dave B. Rosenberg, two Gs. Uh, So you can follow that. And, of course, like Dustin said, make sure you're following us at MSC Pro Wrestling. Uh, Of course, you can find all of our articles, reviews. Um, We live-tweet most of the stuff, and we definitely want to talk to you guys. I think you know that. Um, Feel free to ask us any questions you want. We'll always try to respond, or we'll respond to them on here. And we'll talk to you again later this week.